Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, hello, everyone. It's the Higher Self Voice. I'm Janet Richmond. I'm back after, I don't know, three years, maybe. A lot has happened in those three years. I put the show on hiatus because I was writing my third book. It took me a lot longer than I thought. It turned out to be huge. And then when I finished, I realized it's too big. I need to reconfigure it, the whole, reconfigure the whole thing. And I decided to write a TV script, a TV series proposal. And that's what I've been doing in the last six months. So everything is exciting. This book is a true story and it will be put out at some point, but I shifted the focus to kind of give myself a rest on the book. And I just kept thinking, I'll be back. I'll be back. But it just kept taking longer and longer. But now I'm back and I want to talk about COVID-19 from a different perspective. If you've heard the intro to the show, it talks about the evolutionary perspective of the higher selves. And that is exactly the perspective that I got when I asked about COVID. So I'm sort of a little bit of a newbie all over again, even though I've done hundreds of shows over the years since 2011, but it's new and I'm videoing the show and recording it as a podcast on blog talk radio. So I'm trying to balance both things and I'm not, this is a first. So if I fumble, please understand. Okay. Now, before I talk about the higher self's perspective, I did want to, oh my goodness, somebody actually called in. I, it must be Ernesto. If it's Ernesto, hello. He was the only one that knew that I was doing it now. He's an old friend of mine from the group, from my groups in the past. And we just reconnected after two or three years via phone and I mentioned it to him. So hello, Ernesto. It's absolutely so nice to see you there. Let me just continue. Um, You have a question, I see, so I will get there in a minute, but let me just open up the show, okay? So first, I want to briefly discuss what we know from science. Please understand, I am not a scientist, I am not a doctor, and I'm not giving you sophisticated information. Just a little review before we get to the perspective from the higher self. Okay. So COVID, as most of you probably know, is is an uh, acronym. CO stands for corona. VI stands for virus. And D stands for disease, okay? Uh, 19 stands for 2019 because it was first seen in 2019. So it's not complicated. And it is part of the coronavirus family. Understand, many of you have heard of SARS, 
this is a cousin of SARS. SARS is also in the coronavirus family. And SARS basically stands for, it's also an acronym, Severe Respiratory Syndrome. And that came in in 2002. It's also cousin to MERS, which is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which I believe was 2012. Okay. So coronaviruses, the whole family, they're common in humans and animals. And four actually cause symptoms of the common cold. Uh, others cause a range of respiratory, um, gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal, liver, and neurological diseases. And they're all what the scientists call zoonotic or zoonotic, I'm not sure how to pronounce it actually, diseases, meaning that they begin in animals and then they're transmitted to humans. And COVID-19 is called a novel virus because it hadn't been previously ID'd in the human population. Okay, so that's coronavirus. We all know so much more from the news and from people that we know. There's so much more out there on every kind of media. So there's a lot more, and I don't really am not here to talk about all of that because there's plenty of places to find those, that information. But I did want to do something basic on the fact that it hadn't been ID'd before. It was first ID'd in 2019 in December. Okay. All right. So now what does the higher self say? They, it's not a matter of where it came from or why it appeared where it did. The higher self ex explain it that the virus is one that took an evolutionary step forward. It's hard to imagine that a virus can evolve, but every soul evolves and their souls on every single level, mineral, plant, animal, human, etc. Okay. So actually taking an evolutionary step forward by a virus or, or any soul is fairly common. We don't realize. We just don't track it. Soul evolution isn't really tracked uh, in the scientific community. So we may not look at things like soul evolution, but that happens quite frequently because we're all evolving in different ways um, depending on the level we're on. Now, we notice it now because this particular evolutionary step forward has affected us the, at the human level big time. So we notice. Now, none of you may have thought that it's an evolutionary step forward, and actually it is. And so in that way, we can celebrate because any evolutionary step forward is actually a good thing for any soul. It's important that we all evolve. Now, back in the 80s, I want to tell you that HIV that cause, causes AIDS, the higher self gave us the information in the 80s that HIV was also, but wasn't an also then, then we heard it at the first time, that, that HIV was also, was a viral evolutionary step forward. And it was a combination of three viruses within the same family came together and created the HIV virus. Okay. It was an evolutionary step forward. And 
it meant that there was a tremendous amount of loss of life, illness, suffering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what else happened? We now have some hindsight to HIV. We learned. We learned from it. We shifted from seeing it as a homosexual disease and a reason to denigrate that population. And we moved forward in understanding that it was a bad disease and that if it had started in the homo in the heterosexual population, we only would have labeled it as a bad disease. Um, we've seen the gay community, the LGBTQ community. They learned over time to stand up for themselves, to support one another, to push scientists, governments to help. Much value in that. And the study of viruses was also pushed forward. Um, there were much greater understanding of viruses. There were um, preventatives. There were medicines uh, and medicines developed, et cetera, et cetera. Could we see it at the time? No. What did we experience? We experienced the trauma. We experienced death and illness of people that we cared about and we loved. And when we're in the middle of something like that, we, we are in the middle of the problems as it unfolds, it's very hard for us to see the light at the end of the tunnel or the silver lining. Uh, now, this is an aside before I go on to COVID. I want to be really clear because I, I'm sure there are going to be people who say, but wait a minute, there was so much death. You know, how can that be reason to celebrate? How can we be happy? But this is a very important side. And I'm not going to go into great detail here. I'm sure I'll have a show at one point. Somebody will say, could you please explain this more in another show? And I will. In fact, in the human level, in the free will kingdom, that's where we live. We live and experience and manifest, et cetera, et cetera, in the free will kingdom as humans. We are 100% responsible for how our life goes, including choosing our own death. These are soul level choices, not the mind level. But at the soul level, we choose everything for ourselves, even though we may not understand at the mind level why we make those choices. But if we haven't chosen it, if we don't allow it at the soul level, guess what? It couldn't happen to us. So that's very important to understand when you have a situation like HIV or, you know, AIDS, you have a situation like COVID where you have people dying, that in fact, even though we don't understand why, how could it happen? A, a young child, a, a somebody in the middle of their life that had so much to, to give or to offer or to experience still, we don't understand the whys and the wherefores. But I do want to really emphasize that the choice is done at the soul level. And if the, if the soul was ready to go for whatever reason, and trust me, I've gotten so, and, you know, I'm still a healer, so I'm still working on people a lot and have done hundreds, if not thousands of healings. And I've seen many times the reasons for choosing death and for each death, it's different. And if the soul is ready to go, if COVID weren't there, it would choose to die in another way, a car accident perhaps, or an earthquake, or a fire, or something. It is 
the soul's choice to go. So it doesn't mean we can't help a soul at any point in time to change its mind. And that is absolutely on the table. We are in the free will kingdom. Nothing is written in stone. But I do want you to understand it is a choice. Okay. So what else has the higher self talked about with COVID? Well, this part is fascinating and it makes a lot of sense. They explained that the planet Earth itself um, has a co-creation going on with the virus and is actually using the virus as a mechanism to shake up the humanities. That's right, all eight billion of us, give or take, I'm not sure of the exact number. And this is important for you to understand that the planet itself has a soul. There isn't anything around us that doesn't have a soul. The planet itself has a soul and its soul evolves just like every other soul, okay? And right now, the evolutionary energy of this planet is moving faster and faster and faster. It's speeding up. It is moving very exponentially, I guess you could say, to higher level, evolutionary levels. I just want to mention another aside that when a planet is born in a solar system, it is carrying a soul that is very new, very unevolved. And as it moves through its evolution, the first kingdom that it gives birth to is the mineral kingdom. So the mineral kingdom is the lowest dimension, the lowest kingdom. And what this means is that a planet, you can tell by what's on the planet, what is it housing, where you can tell where it is in its evolutionary level. So when it's housing the mineral kingdom, it's a very new soul. As it grows and learns, eventually it houses the plant kingdom, which is the second dimension. And then eventually it houses animals, the third dimension or the, the third kingdom. And then it moves to house the humans. Well, the planet soul, it's the, the soul that it mirrors, that it houses, mirror the stage it's in. So if it's in the planet stage, there aren't going to be humans on the, on the planet. The planet has to evolve itself to the point where it houses these higher levels, evolutionary levels. So we have humans and we have different levels of humans. Within each dimension, you have multiple levels, multiple levels within levels. And so right now we have humans and we have multiple levels of human and as the planet expands and evolves its own evolutionary frequency, it's pushing slash pulling all the souls that are on here to move forward with it. If the souls can't keep up for whatever reason, they will lay aside the body and they'll incarnate on another planet, more in keeping with the rate of evolutionary speed that soul is on. And I'm, clicked into uh, some information that is at the tippiest tip of the iceberg. Um, my fifth book, I believe, is going to be on animal evolution. I've been downloaded a lot in the last three years on animal evolution, and I will get to that book. But in any case, please understand that soul evolution is the driving force of much of what goes on. 
okay, on the planet. All right, so the planet has a soul. The humans are being pushed or pulled to keep up with the evolutionary process of the planet. And But when we move to increase our frequency, guess what? Change comes in. <laughs> and when change comes in, you know, we can never really keep the status quo because the energies, the frequencies, the, the evolutionary frequencies are always moving forward. We can't keep the status quo. There's always a pull or a push. It depends on how you view it for us to move and increase the frequency more and more and more. Um, now, bottom line, every soul evolves and evolution is perpetual. It never ends. Okay. So the planet then has brought in COVID. It's a co-creation. COVID is the mechanism that the planet is using to shake us all up. Like HIV, COVID helps us all to look at where we are on every level, our relationships, how we earn our money, our viewpoints, our perspectives, our ethics, our fears, anything and everything. COVID helps with us to look at it. It's a shakeup. It gives us an opportunity to figure out where are we stuck? Where can we grow? Where can we learn? Where can we shift our ideas and viewpoints, our concepts? It's actually a huge opportunity for all of us to look within, to question, to reformulate, to find new ways to unfold, to keep the good and let go of what was holding us back. Now, I have an analogy for this because that's sort of some very general kind of stuff. And I use a lot of analogies and the higher self gave me this and they indicated, just picture you're holding a, a bowl in front of you and every single one of the 8 billion individuals on the planet are holding a bowl in front of them. And in that bowl are all the elements, all the parts, all the beliefs, all the knowledge, all the relationships, all the everything of the individual who's holding that ball. So, bowl. So all of the, all of us, all parts of ourselves are in that bowl. Okay. When COVID came along, it was like an earthquake or a giant, you know, wave and throws the ball bowl up. And all of the parts of ourselves get thrown into the air. Now, when they come down, it's like slow motion. It gets thrown up in the air and they come down slow motion. And everybody's parts all the beliefs, all the self-identities, all the understandings, all the viewpoints, they're part of that and they're falling all over the place in slow motion, giving you a chance perhaps to see, see where they're going, see where it leads. Now, there'll be some that take their bowl, their now empty bowl, and because it's slow motion, they're running around to catch all their parts. They want every single thing back into the bowl, totally the same, the status quo, exactly where they were before. So they, that's the one extreme where you have people that are literally holding on, trying to keep that status quo 
grasping keeping that status quo as hard as it is because running around all your parts, all the elements that make up you is not an easy task. So you have on one end of the spectrum, you have people that do that. On the other end of the spectrum, you have people who say, good riddance, I could care less. I don't want any part of my life. It was horrible. I want to start over. I don't want anything. So you have these two extremes. Well, the, the reality is all of us are mostly in between in some level where some of the things we are happy to shift and change and, and look for new things and change our minds about and reformulate and other things we want. Wait, no, those we want to hold on to. So we're all kind of in the middle somewhere. But what's important to understand that unless that bowl is shaken up, what motivation do we have to take a look at all the pieces? Now, there is some motivation out there. It's not like it's none, but it's some over here, some group over there. So, you know, we're talking 8 billion people. This is the motivation for all of humanities. And it works, too, for every government, every village, every family, every community, every state, every country, every continent. It's because we all make up, all the individuals make up those things. So it's a shakeup on every single level, beginning with the foundation, which is the humans that we are. Okay. Now, let me just give you an example. Suppose you're the one that was able to gather all of your parts back in the bowl and you think, phew, my life is going to be normal again. When this is all over, I'm going to be able to get back to where I was. Well, what is not clear in the moment, perhaps, is you may have all your pieces there, but we're part of a bigger whole and everybody around you won't have their pieces. There is going to be so much change everywhere that we're going to have to adjust, acclimate, and integrate. Not only what we've changed or what we haven't changed, but we, with the bigger picture, the bigger whole, whether it's a town or a village or a, um, a family or um, colleagues or friends, or whatever it might be. So we all have to... It's almost going to be impossible to go back to the status quo is, is the point. Okay. Now, I'm hoping that once you understand that this is a process, it has begun, and it's guided by the soul of our planet, and it will help in some way. None of us are victims. None of us are victims. It's here for a reason. The planet, in fact, is taking care of itself because as it moves forward, it has a, many in the human kingdom that have dug in their heels, trying to keep the status quo, finding it difficult to move forward for whatever reason. And there's so many reasons. This is not a judgment or a criticism on anyone. But when people dig in their heels and don't want to move forward, it creates a schism. It creates uh, like a block of the, it blocks the energy flow. And so the planet itself is taking care of itself and it's taking care of all that it is housing, including the humanities. This is a very powerful, powerful event and a powerful opportunity for the planet and for ourselves. Okay, now 
just so you know that at the center of change is calm and serenity. It is our viewpoint of change that creates the chaos, the upset, the trauma, the drama. If we understand at the center of change is this calm and the serenity like an eye of a hurricane, if we get caught up in the winds around the eye, then we're, that's our life. We're reflecting the chaos of those winds. We don't see the eye. We were so enmeshed in the storm, we don't see the eye. But in fact, the energy of divine change, which is always invited in, it doesn't push, doesn't trespass, doesn't move where it's not allowed and invited in, at the center is calm and serenity. And so the at the light at the end of the tunnel, we see the silver lining. We see all the benefits like we did with HIV. We're in the middle of it now. So many of us are caught up in the chaos. We don't see the calm. We don't see the serenity. We don't see the beauty that this change is bringing because it always brings us to a higher evolutionary level, a higher understanding, higher concepts, um, higher unfoldment, um, bringing us to manifesting much better in our lives, much, much brings us to a better place, I guess is the way to say it. <laughs> so that is basically it. Now I do want to give a little bit. Tomorrow I'm talking more on COVID-19, more on how to deal with it, how to help yourself with it, um, giving you some a little bit wider understanding of things, um, other things. But also as you know, as I mentioned, I am a healer, and if someone would like help with any of the trauma or difficulties or issues they're going through, you can contact me uh, via email. Now, just so you know, three, I don't know exactly, three plus years ago, my website that I'd had since 2007 was hacked, and it was hacked so badly that the host shut it off completely because they were afraid their servers would be um, compromised. So just so you know, I got between two and 3,000 scam, spam emails every day. That's how bad it was. So it was shut off because I was in the middle of writing my book. I did not do anything to create a new website. I finally started that process a couple, three, four months ago. It is not yet ready to go to public. It's very simple compared to my old uh, website, which is fine. And it will be out, so you'll have something to look at. But all the old podcasts, my books, everything, have email addresses that were attached to that website. And it had the website. And none of that is viable anymore. So I'm giving you the email that is not attached to this website on the off chance that my new website <clears throat> is also hacked. So it's JVVM Richmond. That's J Janet 
stands for Janet, well, J, Z, V, like Victor, Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond, like Richmond, Virginia, at gmail.com. Very easy, okay? Uh, and that, I think, will be there in perpetuity. perpetuity. So if, if anyone wants to reach out to me, you can ask questions, you can make comments, you can say, you know, I'm really having trouble with this, that, or the other in COVID, and I will answer you directly, personally, and I will, if it's a, a, something that would really work on the podcast or the video, trust me, I'll put it on. Um, and I'm hoping my website will be public in a few weeks. And anyway, I will be going back to the online healings. I will be sharing with you lots of other stuff beyond COVID. I started with COVID because it's the right here, right now, right? And But every week I get fascinating information. I do um, just healing sessions with people now, mostly over the phone, um, but just so much information and new ways of looking at things that I would love to share. So someday I might come on and just say, you know, I just have this fascinating thing, information come in and I want to share it with you. So I don't know exactly how this whole show will unfold. When I started this many years ago, I was allowed two hours once a week. Now the program has completely changed. I'm allowed two hours every day. Now, I'm not going to do two hours every day, but I might go on three, four times a week or maybe one week. It'll be one time because I don't know. But in any case, I will see how it unfolds. We need to stand in the, in the now, right? In the now of beingness, as the higher self say, or the state of nowness. Anyway, I'm going to, since I have some time, I'm going to get to this person who called in. Maybe it's not. Hello? Wait. Hello? I can't remember what to... Okay. Just a sec. I'm just remembering how to do this. All right. Are you there? I'm here now. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So it's not Ernesto. No, but I came across your show and uh, you're putting out some very beautiful information for uh, mankind, if, and I'd like to help uh, further enhance that, and perhaps there's some things that we can collaborate on. I actually have had quite a bizarre life. I've been tested in many ways, and I really feel that the true values in life are forgiveness, love, and prayer. And I did create a short poem that I'm going to ask you to utilize right away if you'd like to i'm putting it out for the whole world to tamp down the chaos and bring forth more spirituality and love the poem is only three lines long it's titled caring sharing it reads if you dare to care then share if you share pay heed god will reward every good deed the poem is actually in the president ronald reagan library i Put it out as a weapon against terrorism when 9-11 happened in 2001 and Maya Angelou even commented on my poem. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing. Can you tell me your name? 
Your first name? Yes, if I can share my full name. There's a Twitter page. I don't do myself anything on the Internet, but I did also want to make you aware that I have a friend who manages social media on the Internet for me who's a cyber security expert, so perhaps there's some things that might be available through him as you get uh, set up again with your new website. But my name is Hugh, H-U-G-H, a last name, Charleston, is spelled T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S like Sam, E like Edward, N like Nancy, and then if you put Twitter after my name, you don't have to have a Twitter account, you'll see some recent posts that might be interesting. Well, thank you so much for coming on you and sharing that. I really appreciate it. Well, um, this is a time I think that you were alluding to. It's really a wonderful time for people to uh, take a good look at who they are and understanding that we all did come from spirit and we're going to go back into spirit eventually when material goods have absolutely no use. So what I'm looking to do with all my uh, life experiences is at, at this stage in my life at 75 years young, <laughs> I'm changing the world from my dining room table, basically. And I am looking to transform the entire fields of global economics, education, politics, religion, and more empowering women and indigenous people and bringing in new paradigms based on spirituality and unconditional agape love, creating circles of love where everybody benefits, not just the greedy ones. Okay, well, Hugh, just one sec. Um, there is another caller coming in. Um, I just really appreciate I have your phone number. And Great. Can I, can I contact you directly? Oh, on most that? definitely, yes, because I don't do email or texting, so if you hang on to the number, I'd love to speak with you some more. Okay, that would be great. Let me go to this other caller because they have sure. a question. And Thank I mean, I'm, I didn't expect to have any callers. I haven't done this for three <laughs> years. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much again. Um, and let me just see. Um, I'm going to just one sec. Okay. I can't seem to get this. I don't know why I can't seem to. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, yes. Can you yes. hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, okay. Good. What, good. Uh, what, what is your name? I forgot. My name is Janet. What's yours? Okay. My name is Mike. Nice to meet Hi. you. Janet, you know, you know, do you know why uh, there are a fifth element of consciousness exists where there is no disease exists, there is a total calmness, total, uh, you know, peace and tranquility exists. Right now, when a child is born, it's called first consciousness. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just trying to explore things to see what's going on. And then a little bit later on, during the uh, 10 to 11 years, goes to the second consciousness level. And, uh, you know, to see studying and, you know, explore more 
to see what's going on. Then the third consciousness level is, as you know, is where the people are just, uh, remember, they have to pay the bill, electric bill. You have to pay your visa, MasterCard, uh, whatever, uh, the house bill, autom- automobile bill. You see, automatically you uh, people do it. It's called third consciousness. Right now, majority of people are in third consciousness. And then a level four, it would be much more higher than that. Not only you know where to, when you, for example, pay your bills and et cetera, and pick up your sons, daughters, et cetera, it's more higher a level of consciousness that it will awaken masses to uh, reality, that what the reality is. And then, of course, the fifth consciousness level are the places that person cannot get any kind of diseases or uh, misery or uh, harm, uh, etc. Am I right or wrong? Go ahead, please, Janice. Um, it, it's not for me to say if you're right or wrong. Um, honestly, Mike, um, there are many uh, spiritual modalities, many spiritual viewpoints, and I've actually heard this one before. It's not that it's unfamiliar to me. The higher selves just explain things a little bit differently, um, but doesn't mean that it, because it's different, one of them is wrong and the other one is right. It's uh, I appreciate your sharing it sharing it um, with me and with uh, anybody who listens to this podcast or sees the video. Um, I really appreciate it. So anyway, it's you're just, welcome. You, you're welcome. Really, My pleasure. You're, well, thank you so much. And I think what I'm going to do is actually end the podcast now, if that's uh, all right with you. And uh, because you know, it shows the time and people don't like to listen to things that are too long. (laughs) So I'm trying to keep the time down so that people will actually tune in (laughs) and, and, you know, so I can bring from what's my, in my. Thank you again. And the next time we talk about the COVID 2.0 to you, COVID 2.0, SARS, uh, SARS COVID 2.0. Next time we will talk to you. Thank you again. God bless you. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate both you, Mike, and Hugh. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Please, I'm going to have another one tomorrow, um, probably about four, and again. And if you want to call in, great. If not, um, I'll talk to you another time. Tomorrow is going to be a continuation of what I started today on, on a different, slightly different tact or tack. True. Sure. Sure. Okay? Thank you very much right. for inviting me. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Um, I'm a little, I've been so happily 
surprised that I had a couple of callers, which is great. And they shared what was in their heart, what they wanted to share with you all. And I so appreciate that. And tomorrow, as I said, I haven't actually set it up, but I think it'll be about four again. I'm going to do another podcast, as I mentioned earlier. And meanwhile, I wish you all the best of the weekend and best of quarantining, the best of moving out, shifting and changing, however you're going about it wherever you are. And it's just, I usually have an outro, but I'm pretty sure the outro that's on here that's old, it lists my website and my old emails. So I'm not playing it. I'm just going to say goodbye to all of you until tomorrow or the next time. Bye-bye.